Hot and cold, I looked everywhere for what I need. But now I know. Now I know. I'm going back to loving me. Hello. Welcome to SOS. I am your host, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. Thank you for joining me tonight. Tonight's show is all about bending reality. And if you're looking for ways to improve your business, circumstances, and relationships, you've come to the right place. As a soul sculptor, I help you break out of the mold of past, clearing whatever stands in the way for you to have the life of your dreams. And before we talk about bending reality, we need to talk about reality. What is it? And now you've heard reality is an illusion. What does that mean? Well, Webster says it is the world or the state of things as they actually exist, as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. Well, let's ask some masters about what reality is. Let's Let's just look at what Buddha says. Well, here's what Buddha has to say. There is nothing about reality. (laughs) He says, do not believe anything simply because you've heard it. Do not believe in anything simply because it is spoken and rumored by many. Do not believe in anything simply because it is found written in your religious books. Do not believe in anything merely on the authority of your teachers and elders. Do not believe in traditions because they've been handed down for many generations. But after observation and analysis, when you find that anything agrees with reason and is (laughs) conductive to the good and benefit of one and all, then accept it and live up to it. Well, an authentic life is one making distinctions about the nature of reality. And many people think that what they believe about reality and what they know about reality are the same thing. But actually, it's not. There's a fundamental difference between believing something to be true, having faith that something's true, and knowing that something is true. Believing means you've accepted a truth. Faith means that it may be true. But knowing means you are absolutely certain about the truth. And these distinctions need to be made if we want to have grandeur, the sublime and incredible possibilities in our lives. We're discussing bending reality based on a book by Vadim Zeeland, Reality Transurfing. Well, reality though is not fixed. It can be impressed, by our our consciousness, that is not to say that the universe is impressed by us, but more simply put, that what we think and feel influences reality around us. And we're gonna look at a couple of stories to elucidate this. But scientists decided that to prove that reality was not in fact simply an illusion, they had to discover the point particle And this would be accomplished with innovations like the Large Hadron Collider. And in case you're wondering where this huge machine lives, it is 175 meters, which is 574 feet, underground in a tunnel, 27 miles in circumference on the French and Swiss border. Now, this machine was initially built to smash particles into one another. And (laughs) here is where they made the greatest discovery. The physical world is not as we believe. It's not as physical as we believe. Reality is an illusion as we see it. Instead, I believe this shows everything around us is just energy. And, you know, we think an atom as an organized group of electrons and protons zooming around a neutron, but this figure is not right. The particles that make up the atoms have no structure or size, no weight, no physical presence. They have no height, length, width, or weight, and are nothing more than events in time. They have zero dimensions. Electrons also have a singular presence. They're both particle and a wave simultaneously. 
depending on how they're observed. They are never in a single location at a single moment, and instead they exist in several moments at the same time. The scientists also discovered that what is known as the superposition in which several particles aside from electrons can proven to exist in multiple places at a single moment. Interesting, but what does it mean? It means that the more we discover about the subatomic world, the more we discover we know nothing about true nature of reality at all. And that leads us to what the scientists have decided. And many scientists have come to the Copenhagen interpretation as their conclusion for understanding reality. And it's a lot simpler than the electrons and neutrons that I was talking about a minute ago. It comes from the school of quantum mechanics, and it believes that reality does not exist without an observer to observe it. As reality is nothing more than energy, what gives us physicality if the smallest parts of us have no physical characteristics? Then the energy is conscious when consciousness is observing it. Kind of interesting, don't you think? And as we interact with our reality, we find ourselves creating either heaven or hell. We can find ourselves feeling like we're in the movie Groundhog Day, where we keep repeating cycles, where nothing remarkable happens and we may never achieve the success we dream. But what I want to share with you is the mirror principle of reality. And this principle will change your life. And I'm going to illustrate this with the following story. Reality is a mirror that reflects your relationship to it. So let's look at Bob. Bob is a pessimist. Bob has an attitude that life sucks. The universe reflects to him that life sucks. The circumstances that show up in his life prove him that life, in fact, sucks. Bills come in, his relationships fail, he gets fired from his job. More proof that life sucks. So we come to conclusions about our reality and we may be cut off on a road by a speeding car and our first reaction might be, why did she cut me off? Boy, that woman's a piece of work. Holy cow, is she disrespectful and rude. This world is a dangerous place. What we don't realize is that the person who cut us off was a mother speeding to the hospital with her little daughter, Sarah, and Sarah was having difficulty breathing. Her mother was terrified for her. The more upset we become with our circumstances, the more challenges we face. And we might hit every yellow light and have to stop at every intersection on the way to work. Or as we're complaining about the woman on the road, we slam our finger into the car door, locking our keys inside. More bad events happen with more negative comments, more complaining. And events keep happening when we're responding to life negatively. We're receiving what we are putting out. The universe is our mirror returning to us what energy we impress upon the universe. Bob's thoughts, words, and actions are keeping him stuck in the same place with the universe, giving him more challenges that he then focused on. Okay, so now let's take a look at Joe. Joe's a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. He makes coffee for his wife. He lets the dogs out. He checks his phone for messages. He responds positively to his clients and begins his day with a smile and a hug and a kiss for his wife before he drives to work. The lights are green along his commute. The sun shines down upon him. He smiles to himself as he plays music on his radio. He's happily paid for his service that he provides his clients. Joe is receiving what he is impressing upon the universal mind. When something goes wrong in his day, he takes it as a lesson. A client who cancels makes room for a better client that pays on time. He sees everything as positive or beneficial to him in some way. And when something doesn't go according to plan, Joe says to himself, there's something better around the corner. This happened for a reason. There's something better around the corner. So where does the problem lie? Well, the problem lies with you or me, whoever, is raining this rainy day 
life prophecy upon the universe. And unless our attitude changes, nothing will change. It can be uncomfortable to make changes, to make strides, to think differently. We've been so accustomed to this life sucking, we look for evidence for what life should be. But there's a delay to the reflection, and it takes a little time for the universe to bring you the results. You think you know what is best for you, and you may get attached to the short-term results. The thoughts and attitudes you have now are manifesting the life you will have tomorrow. When we doubt ourselves, we focus on the negative. And the more negative we focus on, the more negative things that happen for us. The life sucks phrase keeps confirming to us that life sucks. Indeed, it does when we focus on the negative. Life works with a delay. We want instant gratification, instant Amazon deliveries. We're wired for reality to happen now, instantly. The universe takes a little time to orchestrate these events for us. Life is inherently neutral. However, we place meaning upon life's circumstances. So what's the overarching theme for your life? Is it life sucks or life is great? If your overarching theme has been life sucks, you may want to change to have something different. You may want to change your thoughts. You might be motivated by fear. You may be avoiding not having it. Or do you genuinely want it? Do you really want to have a good life? Do you want to experience it? Or do you, or maybe you are avoiding being lonely and alone. Is it that you want a relationship? We want to be rich because we don't want to be poor. We want a relationship because we don't want to be alone. Our survival mechanism is the driving factor. And most people see their reality. I'm poor. Then they form the attitude of being poor. I'll always be poor. Everything I try fails. The effect is feeding out into the cause and it's polluting our reality. Our thoughts are dirty. Our thoughts are maybe not as clean as our diet. It's not serving us. So to break free of this Groundhog Day, we have to form our attitude first. And the attitude must be success. I'm a successful entrepreneur. I am good at what I do. A client shows interest in your program. We confirm our reality. Look, it's working. When we form this attitude, reality will reflect it. When we start to be positive about what we're doing, people love my programs. I'm good at what I do. People are benefiting from my programs. I'm great. This becomes your reality. It becomes your identity. So shifting from the current ideal cycle is the best issue to the current ideal cycle. People look at their reality and say, I don't have money. It doesn't work. And then they stop. They give up too soon. The rule of the game is that you have to ignore what hasn't worked. It's not the doubts or the worries that are the problem. It's the identification with those thoughts and those emotions. So look at what hasn't worked. Now look at what has worked. When you start to look for what's working, you'll find a million things that are working. It is a part of you. And when you've been identifying with lack or poverty, it'll take a little time to overcome it. It takes a little time to shift our reality. So focus on what you want without letting doubt get in your way. And it'll take the universe a little bit of time to catch up with your new energy. But it will happen. Be consistent. Don't give up. Don't give up before the universe begins to give you your, your new reality. So I'll share a little story of exactly how this works. My son was getting married in Michigan. This was last year. I went shopping in Ojai, California with a friend, and I found a dress. But not only one, I found two. I couldn't decide which one to wear, so I bought them both. They were both lovely. And so the next day, because this was a barn wedding, I went shopping for cowboy boots. And yes, again, I found two. I found a pair to match each lovely dress. 
And I checked in with my guides and I got by them both. I did. And as I walked out to my car, which was a 2010 well-used Honda Accord and also dirty, I asked the women in the parking lot for the closest car wash and they gave me the address. And as I got in my car and I turned out of the parking lot, I heard my guide say, if you pass a Lexus dealer, turn in. I was already in this giving mode. I was in a place of abundance, feeling wealthy, feeling rich. I bought two dresses for myself. I felt good. My vibration was high. And you know what's going to happen. The Lexus dealer came up before the car wash and I turned in. But I was bargaining with my guides about the details. It has to be tan colored and it must have heated seats. Those were my two prerequisites. And needless to say, there was only one car that was my preferred color. I test drove it, and when I was test driving it, the salesman opened the sunroof slash moonroof. I couldn't believe my eyes, and then he put the rear view screen up over the window for my dog. The car was loaded with all sorts of bells and whistles, way better than I would have found on my own. And not only did the seats have the heat, but they were also cooled. A sunroof, a moonroof, a window screen on the back window that was automatic. And the dashboard had a backup camera, a mouse to navigate with. So what's your general attitude? What emotions are you projecting into the universal field? Is it gratitude? Are you happy with your life? Reality is a mirror that reflects your relationship to it. What is your attitude towards life? The theme for my life is everything goes my way. I love my life. And as you start to focus on this, everything goes my way. You start to feel a little better. And then, you know, life will give you tests. But if you rise above and you keep the positive program, you'll keep rising above. Life looks at the nature of your life. You're going to get more of what you love. Be sincere. Life is going to unfold with the sincerity of your heart's desire. And every attitude you're forming now will re reap its reward later. The events that happen are neutral. It is the emotion and the attitude we form that gives us more of the same. Now, if we have a positive attitude, the mirror, reality, will reflect it. It will return good stuff back to us. However, if we have a playing tape in the background of our mind, I'm a terrible person. I do terrible things. I'm a flake. I'm never on time. People don't like me. I'm too fat. I'm too old. Whatever it is that we are putting out there, reality is going to reflect it our attitude's going to be reflected back to us with circumstances. So begin to look for where life is great. Form an attitude, and reality will start to reflect your positive attitude. Make your attitude positive. Tell yourself you're wonderful. Write down an overarching theme for your life. Consciously change it to life is going my way. I just can't see it right now. And don't worry, give it a bit of time. Be patient. Anything worth having is worth waiting for. Give it some time. And the next step, observe and confirm your attitude. Strengthen it. Ignore what's going wrong or not going your way. Look at what's right and is going your way. Practice for the next couple of months. So the first thing is form your attitude. And reality is going to start to reflect it. Write down an overarching theme for your life. Second, consciously change it to life is going my way. I can just not see it right now. Don't worry. Give it some time. Be patient. And then number three, observe and confirm. Strengthen it. Ignore what's going wrong. So detaching from the negative is imperative you if you want your life to be extraordinary 
Now, the universe is going to give you ideas. They're going to pop in your head. You're going to get all kinds of ideas to invest in the stock market. And these things will come from out of nowhere. And once you get the idea of do, doing something, set your goal. And once you have the idea of what you want, you start visualizing the next steps. What are you going to do next? If you have your own business, are you going to market it? Sitting down with your journal, writing notes. Visualize how you're going to get there. Write your goals down. Be focused on the next thing you need to do. See your life with you in it, doing what you want to be doing. Whatever it is, take it step by step. Begin to hold these thoughts in your mind and focus on what you want instead of the things you don't want. And as you visualize yourself doing the process, you're going to start seeing yourself in your own visualization getting there. So energetically, on a different level, you may want a certain amount of money. Maybe you want 100000 or 200000 or 300000 But right now, maybe your income is at 5000 a month. So you have to raise your vibe a little bit. Get yourself used to the idea of having 10000 a month and then 20000 a month. I think that we have a caller. And um, let's see who this is. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Michelle. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. It's good to have you here. So what's thank been going you. Thank on? You for in inviting me. <laughs> what's happening in your world? Um, you know, my world is going pretty well. We're both working from home, my husband and I, and we're, you know, trying to get settled. And now we've been faced with this news that my landlord needs to, wants to sell his house and he has asked us to leave. So we are, as you know, house hunting. And I've got my eye on this one particular house <laughs> that I can't seem to let go of. Um, and, you know, but things are going great. I'm very grateful, very blessed for everything that's happening. Um, I closed a deal today, by the way. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. So so what is the overarching theme for your life? Would you, do you say, would you have one? Do you think you have one? Can you come up with one? Life is going great for me? I mean, yes, for the most part, life. I, I always feel that life is going great for me. Um, I just think that lately um, I feel that life is going great for me is, is a – you know, energy that I put out, as long as something doesn't, something negative doesn't come my way, that's not really in my control. Like, for example, you know, I, I came to realize that as soon as my landlord gave this notice, just from one email, um, my whole world went upside down, you know, and I felt like I'm, you know, maybe not as strong or as grounded as I usually am, because, I don't know if it's because of what's been going on in the world, because of the lockdown, because of just so many things that have put fear. Typically, things like this don't sway me. I mean, we've, you know, known each other for a while. There's so many things that come my way, and I consider myself, you know, a pretty grateful and strong person. But for some reason, this particular event is not letting me stand high. I'm, you know, fearful of, you know, where I'm going to find to live. And is it going to be suitable for our, our family? Okay, so how how can you see the fact that your landlord wants to sell the house as a as a positive, a benefit to you? Is it possible for you to look at it uh, differently, put a spin on it? It is. It is. You know, I I do think um, it's a benefit because I think that it'll allow us to, you know find a more, I mean, this, this home that we live in is great, but maybe find a more suitable home in which, you know, me and Cheyenne could have our own offices, have a little bit more space because it does look like we're working from home now, which is something we've never really done. And we're both here and we're both sharing a living room. 
Um, and although we're comfortable here, I think maybe it would be great, you know, for us to be able to expand um, and, you know, maybe save a little bit of money in the long run, kind of letting go of the office offices and, and continuing to work from home. Okay. So, so something happened. You, you love the place that you're living, which is awesome. And then from kind of out of left field, this, and things like this happen in life all the time. So instead of looking at it as the end of the world, you've begun to see that there's positive in it and that this could be a great benefit because was it not becoming an issue for the two of you working from home in that house? Yes, it was starting to become more, more of an issue at the beginning. You know, it's exciting. You're, you know, it's something new for us. You're working from home. Um, but as you know, time goes on and as we're continuing to work from home, the need for, you know, personal space, especially in your work environment becomes more and more necessary. So I do feel that it's a, it's a good, good thing for us to, to move. And, you know, maybe if we never got this email or his request, we would have not, you know, taken that step. You know, we're comfortable here. We might have not broken through taking that step because we're comfortable here and we love the home, but it's not working well for us, obviously. So maybe the universe actually heard your cry for help. And, and brought you this offer because you probably would have stayed in that house and complained about how hard it was, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so thank you. Everything is going my way. The universe is looking out for my best interests. And okay. So the next step is you've been looking for houses and you've, had your heart set on, I think, two, right? I mean, the first one you applied for, but there were others that applied as well. Yes? Yes. I've act- we've actually had our heart set on three. Um, three. And okay. it's just a very competitive market. Um, the third one, I don't think we necessarily had our heart set on. I just think that it was going to work, you know, the way okay. that the layout of the house was. It's a beautiful home. Um, but there was some, you know, things that didn't have central air. So there was just some things that were not, you know, um, what we wanted, but there was definitely one that we very much had our heart set on and still do have our heart set on. Um, we'll know the final answer, I guess, tomorrow. Okay. All right. So, so there are a couple of, a couple of things that we, as creators, co-creators in this universe, we need to focus on and recognize that when something doesn't happen, there's a reason. So maybe there's something better for you coming along. Or maybe the timing wasn't right. Or maybe you guys weren't the three of you. So it's, it's you your husband and your daughter, maybe you weren't all on the same page because at first, didn't you want the first, let's call it house number one, house number two, house number three. And so house number one, I remember had kind of gray, gray floors, right? Yes. Yes. And, and my sense, cause we talked about this, your daughter didn't like it. No, she did not. So, <laughs> powerful little yeah. creator that she is <laughs> she did so, not like the first house and let that let's talk about the third house which she kind of stood in the corner and pretty much gave herself a mini panic attack and almost acted as if she no longer could even stay in this house and she needs to just leave for some reason she said she didn't like the wooden ceilings, but um, yes, so that was the first and the third house. But the second house, we all fell in love with. That was the okay. twist to the story is that we all fell in love with this home. Okay. All right. So let's let's take that particular house kind of off the table, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um when we're when we are creating and and we're looking for something that we you know that we want whether it is a lover a you know a relationship um or a house 
we are not supposed to focus on a particular address. Can you imagine why that might be? Um, I mean, I, I can kind of imagine. What, why would you say that? Well, so, so the universe takes our desires and looks at all of us and, and, and will say, okay, so we have these, these people and they have these needs and if it didn't happen immediately, it could be either that there's something better out there or, well, I'm going to go back to that, the reason we're not supposed to focus on a particular address or a certain person, because we have to allow the universe to orchestrate for us. And there's a lot involved because it isn't just us. It's not just you and, and your husband and your daughter looking for a house. There's a lot of other people looking for houses at the same time, correct? Right. A lot, a lot of people are moving. So what we have is some moving targets. And um, the universe is kind of, it, it's like, have you ever seen how they pan for gold? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like shaking it back and forth. And, and mm -hmm. the nuggets, the nuggets stay in the top and the, Sand it falls out, right? So that's what's right. happening right now. Excuse me, I'm just about to choke. So <clears throat> I would focus on the characteristics of the homes you want. <coughs> Excuse me, instead of the address. And surrender the particular house. <clears throat> so you step out of the equation. You um, let go of the outcome. Do you feel the difference between being attached and not attached? So it doesn't me mean that you're not going to get house number two. It just may mean not right now or that there's something better for you, something better suited. I don't know whether it's an address or an environment or circumstances need to be gelled. So, so play, place your desire out in the universe without it being that particular house. This, but it, this it, so there is an interesting twist to the story. Um, okay. So since, you know, you and I spoke and you gave me the, you know, key concept of non-attachment and I looked at this at a lot more positive, you know, I was kind of a mess last week. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't doing, I, I didn't even clean the house that much. I didn't do grocery shopping. I was just kind of all over the place. I was barely attending to my work. Um, because it was really taking over me, you know, having the place where you live, you know, kind of in that situation in these times can be a really scary thing. But when I mm -hmm. looked at it, you know, in the way that you taught me with non-attachment and really tried to think of it as a positive way, other positive outcomes did come out of it. So, for example, um, Cheyenne, he brought my desk from the garage, the one that I had in my office when I was in the office. And he set it up for me. And I've wow. actually been so happy and working so comfortable, like as if I'm in the office the last couple of days that this happened. You know, and before that, I was working on this tiny little desk. I didn't really have enough room, you know, and I've been used to working at this very large desk and I have a lot of material. I have files. I have a lot of things for clients. And, you know, I would just have to kind of sit on the floor to do some things and back to my desk. And it was starting to really be uncomfortable. So now I actually feel like I am very comfortable and it's allowing me the patience to not need to move from here like hot potatoes. You know, anything is good. Anything I find, I'm like, okay, I like this house. Okay, I like this house. And maybe in the middle of it, make even a wrong choice. The other thing is it did orchestrate my grandmother finding a place to, to live as well, which is another thing that, you know, another goal that I wanted to achieve. 
So although we didn't get the house, but by me being positive and not being fearful and, you know, non-attachment, those two other things came from it. You know, this desk of mine has been sitting in the garage for going on three weeks now. And (laughs) why three weeks ago we didn't, it it almost seemed like it was going to be impossible for me to put this in the living room. It was going to take up my whole living room. It wasn't going to work. And we just did it. Literally, like nine o'clock at night, we went into the garage. We brought my desk. We set it all up. It does take up the majority of my living room, but it actually looks really nice. So your attitude changed. And I've been working comfortably. My attitude changed, you know, and I've been working comfortably. I have plenty of space to do everything I need. I feel way more focused at work because I have all my work necessities there around me. And you closed a deal today. And I closed a deal today. Life is working for you. (laughs) Congratulations. Okay. It's actually, I've closed several deals during this, you know, time period, but this has been the biggest deal that I've closed. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Okay. So you you. see how last week, I don't know, did you close any deals last week when you were kind of crying? No. No. I didn't well, close any deals. I gained like four pounds because I was eating very poorly. I wasn't exercising. I completely had gotten thrown off my life, I don't know, routine, schedule, what kept me, you know, going. And Can it was I stop? just a disaster. Okay. So, so when you got the news that you didn't get the first house, would you say you you kind of your energy tanked and you got real negative? At first, yes. And then when we found the second house, I was like, okay, well, this is why we didn't get the first house because we're meant to get this house. <laughs> and then when we didn't get that one, then yes, it came to like a complete crash. I was like, okay, that's it. And then when we didn't get the third one, then it was like all over with, I was just, completely, you know, looking for a hole to crawl into. Okay. So, so what I'm going to ask you is, do you remember, uh, was it two years ago when I helped you find the house that you're in currently? Was it two or three? Yeah. Okay. Um, So my gosh, almost three. It's three. Okay. So didn't something similar happen that you had your heart set on a townhouse? It was the only house that would work and it had to be that house. And what did I tell you? I said, something better is going to come. And as soon as we hung up the phone, the real estate agent called you with another house. This house, the one that you're in, right? The one that I'm in now. Yeah. Okay. So you are really good at picking yourself up, which is awesome. And look at how you regrouped from last week to this week, made a deal, got your desk set up so that you could feel professional and feel empowered and look at how things are panning out for you. So I predict that within the next week that you are going to get the answer that whether it's house number two or another house, that you like or love just as much is going to turn up for you. Because initially, I think I remember hearing you say, there's nothing on the market. There are no houses. And look at you found three that would work. Right. So I want to applaud you, Michelle, for being able to turn it around as quickly as you did. That's amazing. And... So the attitude is, tell me what your attitude is. My attitude is positivity. There's always a reason why something doesn't work out and there's always something better and stay focused. And, um, you know, if you focus on the good more good comes, it it really does. I mean, I've been working with you for almost three years and, Every single time I think of the negative, negative keeps coming. And every single time I snap out of it, obviously with your help and <laughs> coaching, I snap out of it. Everything turns around. It just does. 
it just said having my desk in my living room seemed impossible. How many times Cheyenne gave me this idea and I literally shut him down. Like it's impossible. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. And it just, all this happened and we did it and it looks amazing. It's fabulous. Every time anyone who comes over, you know, obviously not a lot of people are coming over, but family member, Laylee loves it. She's been coming for the last two days with her coloring and, you know, she's into drawing now. So she brings her sketchbook and she sits there sometimes, you know, for an hour or two even while I'm making calls and she just colors quietly and we're in each other's presence. Um, you know, in between a call, you know, we'll chit chat and, and laugh a little bit, but it just brought such a good energy to the house. Well, that that's, that is awesome. It not only is it awesome, I, I want to say that's a huge turnaround. Like it's an about face because to think that life was over, <laughs> you were so disheartened when that house didn't turn up, but look at how you have turned that around and, and sold a really big deal today. So congratulations. I think it's fabulous. And, and the more that you focus on the universe works for me, the universe is supporting me. Um, obviously something better is coming. Um, I've learned a lot from this. I'm so grateful. If, if you use those types of phrases, I think you're going to find that it will speed up the process. But like I said, you know, the patience piece and non-attachment, I, I think you are there. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I, I look thank forward. Thank you so much for all your help. <laughs> You're welcome. Michelle, I look forward to hearing uh, the end of this story because we, we both know it's not over. And uh, <laughs> I think incredible coming for you and your family and, and now the bigger the bigger thing and and of course nobody knows this but you've had your grandmother living with you all this time and uh, your your mother has gone out of the country and your grandmother's still here and and so it's been challenging for you because um having somebody that's always there and you're working from home during this covid crisis that's, you know, it's been a big challenge, but <clears throat> wow, you know, she's going to be moving out too. So, you know, kudos to you. This, this is really, really good. You wondered how it was going to happen. And, and I think I remember you saying something that earlier this week is that it was never going to happen. And look at that. It did. Yeah, it did. Well, that's fantastic. You you should see the smile on my face. I'm I'm very I'm very excited for your family. So good news. This is all good news. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Do you do you have something that you would like to share with our listeners about uh, what you've learned? Maybe a a little tip for people. I mean, the biggest the biggest tip is look at everything on the bright side, there is always a silver lining, always a silver lining. I've gone through um, almost a divorce. There was a silver lining in that. I've, you know, bought and sold a house in less than six months. Um, there's a silver lining in that. I've gone through, you know, financial troubles, which has just made me stronger. Every time I've looked back on my life, I wouldn't change anything, even though in that moment when I was going through it, it really felt like it just can't get any worse. It just can't get any worse financially, hardship of so many different levels. Um, but being grateful, you know, um, interesting this morning I woke up and I just had the first thought I had was not the greatest thought. And I said, you know what? Thank you, God. I'm grateful for being alive. And I just jumped out of bed with that thought. I just basically said, get out of my thought, get out of my head, negative thought. We're going to get up with, I'm grateful for the day. And my day went well. My day went great. So that's the biggest is, you know, staying positive, even when things don't look like they're going well, and they're just getting worse when it, you know, when it rains or pours, it's true, but you can get out of that by changing the tune, changing the music, changing that record. It really does help and it works. Thank you, Michelle. 
the silver lining piece. I, I love that. Then there is always a silver lining. And I learned when that you're, from you. I've learned all of these from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for mirroring me. <laughs> so I have an affirmation for you. Um, and this could work very well for the next stage and the next phase of your life. I have a genius mind that can bend reality. I have a genius mind that can bend reality. I am choosing my dream life. And now the key to that is to know what it is you wish for. So have you written down all the things that you would like in your house, in the home that you're hunting for? Um, really interesting. I did do that. And then when I didn't get this house, I got very pissed off and I ripped it up and I threw it in a trash can. So <laughs> I think I should probably do that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here's another little tip for you. So when you get angry, it's okay to be angry and to express your emotion. Use it for good. See what creative um, resource that you could come up with. Maybe color with your daughter. Uh, tell Laylee, let's turn on some music. Let's dance. Let's let's dance this anger out. Uh, but find some creative way to express that anger. Everybody will be a lot happier. Yeah. I mean, ripping up the paper is not, that's not a bad thing. You didn't hurt anything. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, but using anger, you can, there's a lot of things you can do. You could write a letter to your congressman or the governor of California or, or you know, there's a lot of things you can do with that, with that anger. But um, you can resource it, use it, well, make love. It's, it's a good, a good energy to use in the bedroom, too. So I have a genius mind, can bend reality. I am choosing my dream life. You still there, Michelle? Yes, um, I'm actually writing this down. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being here, Michelle. I really appreciate your time and 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 spending this time with me and and sharing all that you've learned with our listeners. Um, I love you, kiddo. Love you. Absolutely. Thank you. Love you too. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ha! Ah, wow. So. The universe will reflect back to you what you impress upon it. So what is your theme for your life? What is the, the general energy of your life? So you can get out of the movie Groundhog Day so that things that are remarkable happen. And focusing on the positive and knowing that the universe is always orchestrating our life for us. So when crappy things happen to us, it's for our benefit to show us what we're focusing on. So when something goes wrong, the problem is us. It's not the universe. It's getting our attitude to change. And, you know, it can be uncomfortable making these changes. But like anything that is worth having, is worth spending the time to do so, to change our mind. And remember that life works with a delay. We want instant gratification, but it may take a little time, like what's going on with Michelle. You know, she's waiting right now. She's being patient, waiting for the right house to show up and for her to be approved. So we need to focus on what is it we really want? And do we really want it? Do we genuinely want it? Now, the house number one that Michelle wanted, the interesting thing was it worked. But she said it wasn't a home. It didn't feel homey. So the fact that she got turned down, although it was disappointing, it wasn't the best house for her. So, so when something doesn't work, maybe it's because it isn't right for you. And something better is coming right around the corner. So what's the overarching theme for your life? Is life great or does it suck? Because 
If your theme is it sucks, you'll get more sucky things that will show up in your life. The yellow lights, possibly accidents, and you know, even an accident can actually turn out to be something positive. Life is always working for us. I had an accident with my daughter. We were sitting at a light and um, um, an intoxicated woman ran into the back of us and I was injured. And it, it's been a long time since I had any kind of body pain. And what did it do for me? Well, sitting at my computer, I was hunched over and, and the physical therapy taught me and got me to stand up straight. So the rest of my life, I am focused on shoulders back, chest out, standing up straight. It helps to keep us young in our spine in the way it needs to be. So even an accident can turn out to be something beneficial. What we need to focus on is the universe is working for us. And whatever it is we focus on is what we're going to get. So our attitude must be success. Be the best you that you can be. You are great. It becomes your reality the more you focus on it. I am great. Let it be your identity. So you can do this. And as always, I have a quick little BS. What is BS? What's the bullshit this week? Well, the bullshit is that you can't do this. Of course, you're always manifesting. Whether you're manifesting something positive or negative, the focus is on changing your thoughts, taking it step by step, begin to hold positive thoughts in your mind, focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. The truth is, we're constantly manifesting. We can bend our reality. We're all able to do this. I have a genius mind that can bend reality. I am choosing my dream life. Your dream life is just around the corner. So life is a mirror. It gives you what you put out. Remember, your reality is real for you. My reality is real for me. To have a better reality, we must not indulge the negativity or complaining or self-pity. We have to be true to our word, sincere, not flake out on our commitments. Be a stand-up kind of person. No harm to any animals or humans or the earth. With better quality thoughts, watch your life, business, relationships, and money improve. Give it three months. Read my blogs about manifesting and bending reality. They're on jenniferelizabethmasters.com. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for playing with me. I love you. Let's get back to loving ourselves and our life. I'm getting back to loving me. Good night, everyone. Hot and cold, I looked everywhere for what I need But now I know, now I know I'm going